Have you ever wondered what goes bump in the night? What could be lurking round the corner? What shadows are waiting for us in the dark? Why we feel like we are being watched by the mysterious eyes of an unknown entity? When all rational explanations have been exhausted, it only leaves one explanation. The paranormal. Take a journey into the realm of the paranormal with your hosts, Damon Penny and Ben Winfield. We explore all things paranormal from mediums, to apparitions, from orbs, to the occult, from demons, to angels, and everything in between. So strap in, and join us, as we explore into the unknown. And don't forget, things can get, a little, strange. The Other Dimension Show on Pulse Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's that time again. It's your Saturday Night Paranormal Fix, and you're here live with the other dimension. And we're joined tonight by our special guest, Mr. Alan Wright. But before we get there, we've got some housekeeping to do. Don't forget, guys, head over to the Patreon. We have got some absolute bangers tonight. We, If you want to be involved in this, all you have to do is head over to Patreon, sign up. You've got Tier 1 now, so you can get the bonus show from just as little as £1 a month. So you've got the Tier 1 and you've got the Tier 2. Tier 2s, you get to watch the show live, the bonus show live. Tier 1s, you get it on a Friday. It's as simple as that. Now, a little bit more to do. As you know, we are trying as hard as we can to get this stream and to get the show moving to get to a point where we can sort of explode so that's why we get guests like alan on the show tonight so let's get alan on let's get ben on how guys how you doing oh alan you might have to turn your volume down i'll put some earphones in hold on if we swap you over let's just do this quickly as we get you know, some teething problems. Alan, we should be Alan, able to hear you now. You okay? We should be able to hear you now. You okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Yep, we can hear you. Okay. You just okay. got a little bit of feedback. So if you can just turn us down on your device. Down on your device. Oh, okay. And then we should be okay. And then we should be okay. Oh. No, we're still going to hear No, we're still going to hear <laughs> can you still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but we can hear us yeah, as well. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, we can hear yeah, yeah, us can coming hear through on the mic as well. I don't know if you need to put some headphones in. Yeah, a little bit of a back feed. Yeah, a little bit of a back feed. Still. Yep. Yep. Wonder what's causing it. I have no idea. Wait, when we were talking to you before the show, um, we, we everything was fine. So I don't know what you was doing then. It's sort of changed now. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done anything. Oh, no, no, I might be able to sort of. Right. 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 Um, um, no, I don't know. What we'll have to do, we'll have to improvise. So, when we talk, to, when I talk to you, Alan, I'm going to mute you, and then when you're going to talk, I'm going to unmute you. Does that sound better? I'm sorry, I can hardly hear you. Just a second, let me get back in. If you want to turn us up, it's fine. What I'll do is when you talk, when I talk or Ben talks, I'll mute you and then so we can't hear each other and then when you want to talk, I'll unmute you. It might be a bit easier that way. Yep. Okie dokie. Right, so let's get on with the show. Ben, how you been? I'm all good. I'm recovering after my injury. I don't know. Obviously, both people that listen to the show... Um, mm. And those on Patreon know I had a recent accident at work. I decided to borrow a, uh, bury a still saw into my leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look, we're going to get on with the show tonight and see how we go along. Alan, it's great to have you along. And um, 
do you want to start by telling us what it is you do and how you got started in the paranormal uh, sort of field? Well, I was uh, born in uh, 1949 in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, in the United States. Um, I was born with certain uh, abilities, which I inherited from my mother, my grandmother, and my uh, uh, great grandmother, as far as I could go, far as far back as I could go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, actually, getting started, and it was. Um, no choice for me. I was born. I was born that way, like Lady Gaga. You know. <laughs> so, you know, over the years, I just had to learn how to deal with them, how to um, own my skills, so to speak, and uh, what I could do with them. You know, and uh, uh, I had a terrific uh, experience in 1983. Uh, where I went and saw my uh, grandfather, who had passed in 1982, at the place where he was at. And uh, it was a... um, uh, It was an experience. I saw my own death. I went through a process like near-death experiencers have. I I saw an, uh, an entity that presented himself to me like uh, Jesus Christ or God. Mm-hmm. And I was in a place that you would describe as pretty much perfect. It was just like earth, except everything in it was perfect. The trees, the flowers, uh, the spirits that were there, besides my grandfather, um, they have no illness and no, uh, no death. Uh, they... They have absolutely no negativity there. Uh, they have no time there, so um, they have. They don't deal with time. They don't know what the concept is, pretty pretty much. Mm. And because they have no time, they live forever. Uh, they they don't have a lifespan. They just have forever to live. Yeah. So anyway, but after that, after I came back my abilities became stronger. And uh, uh, I, as I got older, they got stronger and stronger and stronger as each year passed. And um, uh, I gained the ability to do readings now. I, I'm a psychic medium. I can mm-hmm. foretell the future. I can help people with their uh, future uh uh, what they, you know, what they're dealing life in their lives, and uh, I can help them with their futures as far as what they want to know about their love life, about their employment, so on and so forth. Um, cool. I I've also told the future about the climate change and what the Earth is going to be like and stuff like that. Right. And uh, so that's. Pretty, pretty much where I'm at right now. I've got my new book out mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Things to Come. And ha- half the book deals with uh, uh, earthquakes, volcanoes, floods, and the things that's going to hit, a- hit us in this, uh, uh, in this period of Earth history. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of it's not going to be good. Uh, we're in a pandemic now, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be more of them. Yeah. Uh, I predicted this pandemic that we're in right now. I didn't make it. Uh, I didn't make it newsworthy, though. I didn't put it in the news or anything. Yeah. But uh, I. Um, what I did was uh, on the show that we have, what I'm a co-host of, Frost mm-hmm. Over uh, Connections, it's on Sunday e- evening at our time, which would be six 6.30 Eastern time. Uh, yeah. We have readings and stuff like that, chat, it's pretty much maybe like yours. But anyway, uh, I told them then that uh, uh, I did, had a feeling that something was going to come. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I told my co- co- 
partner, my host, that there was something coming. I just didn't know what it was. And uh, I told her that it's gonna, it was going to be big. I also told her it was going to be worldwide. And uh, as soon as the, they announced this as a pandemic, that feeling I had left. So I knew that feeling that I had was uh, for this uh, COVID-19. Uh, I'm having another feeling right now. And I wow. don't know how, what it is. Uh, my so, spirit guides haven't told me yet, but I'm thinking that's going to have something to do with this pandemic right. and uh, probably with politics in the United States, but I'm not sure. Okay. I have to kind of dial in on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, I know that feeling. So, politics in the United States, there's always something going on. Yeah, there is. It's always something. I mean, I follow conspiracies a lot and. Um, yeah. I listen to a lot of guys in the States um, that talk about the things that happen over there. But I want to get into how, because a lot of listeners will ask how, because I, I get a lot of sort of messages after the show and Ben gets a lot of messages after the show um, with the questions, because a lot of our listeners are out on investigation tonight. Or, you know, It's a Saturday night. It's, it's a busy time for people. So how is it that you get these sort of premonitions um, and these sort of feelings, and how do you sort of work out what they are? It almost comes as a thought in my mind. It, it, it starts out as a feeling, almost like fear. And as I concentrate on it, I get more and more to it to where I know approximately what it is, but not uh, not so much as I can tell people what it is at that time. I, I just have to give them a warning that something big is coming and they should be prepared for it for whatever it is. Um, yeah. uh, that's mm. pretty much all. So even when I give readings, I, I don't have the ability yet to give names, you know, I have right. a problem with names as far as things. But I could tell you what you ate for breakfast yesterday, you know, uh, oh, okay. that sort of thing. But uh, <laughs> uh, I've had several no. shows that I was on where uh, I had a, a spirit come in to me and I identify themselves as a relative of one of the host or co-host and pretty much stopped the show right there because they w had a message they wanted to give to the host or co-host. And okay. uh, so, uh, that's cool. I've done that. In fact, I did it to one of the shows here in the UK, um, where the show stopped for about a minute and a half. It seemed like maybe two minutes because the co-host, uh, I told him about his twin brother and, right. uh, uh, he was so stunned that he just, he just, there, he didn't know what to say, and there's dead time. You know, dead time on the radio is not too good. <laughs> no, no, I hate no. <laughs> so, with these sort of readings that you get, right now, we've had mediums on the show before who have done readings and stuff like that, and they can never pick anything up on my co-host Ben, right? So, oh really, Alan? The challenge for you is while we're on the show tonight, if you can pick up anything to do with Ben, if you just want to shout it out anytime, because he's like the unreadable man. I mean, I'm a medium myself and I've never picked up anything on him. So it would be quite interesting if you could pick up anything on him while we're while we're doing the show. Yeah. You know? I I would be on it I will be honestly truthful as well. I've mm -hmm. been to many, many, many psychics that have tried to and it's been interesting. That's worldwide as well. <laughs> no, it's, it's, Can I... Go on, go for it, mate. Go, go. So the stage is yours. Well, I have a spirit that came in beside me here as we were talking about Ben. And he's... Uh-oh. Shoot. Can you still hear me? Yeah, we can still hear you, mate. Yeah, 
I'm trying to get into the studio again. Uh, yeah, that's you're uh, getting on on camera. Um, let me see if I can do this. Hold on, two seconds. Let's remove that one. Let's add that one. Uh, and she's identified herself. She's identified herself as um, trying to figure as your grandmother. Has your grandmother passed? I think on your mother's side. Nope. Nope. She's still alive, still full of beans. <laughs> well, she's identifying herself as your grandmother. No. Um, she's, nope. See, I told you it was a challenge. Not, I told you it was a real challenge. Not real tall. She's about five foot five, maybe. And she's... Uh, I'm trying to describe her because I can see her. She's okay. got... Sort of long hair. She's a little bit uh, overweight, kind of pleasingly plump. And um, could she be on your father's side? No, she's still alive. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Sometimes they do. They do come in and identify themselves when they're actually they're not. Yeah, a bit all, of right all my just still alive. Mm. Well, look, what more might you? come to you. Sammy? Yeah, 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 we can hear you, mate. You have both grandmothers. Ben has, yeah. Well, we'll come back to this. Yeah, yeah, we I, will do. I'm pretty sure I can pick it up later. This one. I don't know what who she is and what she's doing, but we'll get back to it later. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I want to get more into the fact that you sort of, on your bio that I read, it says that you receive these messages when you're asleep, when you get them like almost like lucid dreams. Can you sort of yes. describe to us what that's like and how it feels? Well, it's almost like a dream. It just starts out as a dream. Mm -hmm. But then it turns more like into a, um, uh, like a vision, more like a vision. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, back in the early 80s, um, a reporter for a newspaper here in, in, in Phoenix, uh, he was uh, dealing with uh, uh, white-collar crime in, in the city. Mm -hmm. And I guess he was uh, probably dealing with uh, the, you know, the underworld in the city there. And he had a meeting with somebody. And when he went to that meeting, the guy didn't show up. So he went back to his car and was going to go back to the, the newspaper station yeah. building. And uh, when he got in the car, uh, his car blew up. And wow. he was in the hospital for like 10 days, I think it was, uh, after the explosion. Mm. And um, it was uh, on the 10th day when he died. Uh, when I came home at that time, I was working nights and I came home and I, during the daytime in the morning, I went to bed and I had this dream. And like I said, it was almost like a vision. Mm -hmm. And what I saw was this, uh, two, these two doctors, they came out of this room and they were talking back and forth and I could only hear, hear a few words and they were talking about the person being dead. And that he didn't have much of a chance to survive. Yeah. And I realized then they were talking about this newspaper reporter. And sure enough, when I got up uh, for the 530 news, uh, uh, they had announced that he had, he had passed away, that he had died. Uh, wow. I have premonitions too when I have close friends or family that passes, uh, like, uh, mates that I get, went to high school with yeah. uh, 
I get premonitions that what what goes into my mind is um, uh, their name. I keep uh, seeing their name in my mind, and, and I know then after I've seen it for a week or so that uh, something has happened to them. And if I if I investigate it, I realize that they have passed. I've had that happen so many times; it's unreal. Yeah. Um, when I went to see my grandfather, it was almost like a vision, but I have to call it a astral projection, actually, because that's the only thing that it would fit in as an astral projection. Mm. Um, but that's basically the way it is when I have these yeah. dreams and stuff. Mm. I mean, you mentioned before about sort of like this astral projection. I mean... Ben, we've come across cases and stories before where we have dealt with people that have astral projected and met demonics or met angelics. I mean, yeah. astral projection mediumship in itself is completely different from sort of like platform and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, you have astral projection, you have remote viewing, and then you have um, accessing the arcane archives, which yeah. is another way you can do which is accessing your it's basically everyone knows it as uh, past life progression yeah yeah I, I just because I'm old I know all, all <laughs> yeah. the terminology you're an old soul <laughs> <laughs> I feel it I mean Alan when you say about premonitions and things like this have you ever had a vision where you've sort of seen because it seems to me when you do your your readings it's about other people have you ever had readings that sort of are directly connected to you like even like you having a past life regression or something that involves where you predicted something or a premonition of your life you know that you know I'm a healer mm -hmm. a spiritual healer and I can heal a lot of people from a lot of things. I can do away with their pains and stuff like that. But when it comes to myself, I can't heal myself. That's pretty much what, the way it is with uh, premonitions and stuff for myself. Mm. I, I do get gut feelings about things, but mainly my feelings and gut feelings are about other people. And right. what they're going to be going through. Um, I mean, the I, only reason I ask, Alan, is only because of this theory of the butterfly effect. You know, the theory that if you tell somebody about a future, um, a future event that's going to happen within their life, and you intervene in that sort of destinical path that they're on you have that butterfly effect where it can completely alter the future, you know. Um, have you ever come across anything like that? Well, no, not really, but I, I actually feel that perhaps uh, a medium that's worth their weight and salt could probably do that. Uh, I'm not there yet. I I am a pretty good medium, but I'm not there yet. But I think there's some people out there, some mediums out there that could probably do that. Mm. Um, they could actually change history by telling somebody about what's going to happen to them if they don't do something or if they do something. And they could perhaps change history. I, I'm a believer of it. I think you yeah. guys are correct. Yeah. I mean, the butterfly effect is uh, something well, that's you know, always sort of been around, I give isn't readings it? almost every day, and mostly people want to know about their love life, and they yeah. want to know about their uh, uh, financial and careers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I believe I can change lives that way. 
yeah. Uh, by telling a person, I've told several women that they were in bad relationships. Right. That they can, uh, if they stay in the relationship that they're in, they're going to be hurt because they're being abused. Now, the one, women did not tell me that. Uh, so by me telling them, them that, that they had to get out of that relationship. And if they do get out of that re- relationship, I could be changing their history. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, look, for the skeptical people out there, because we have a lot that watch the show, they're going to turn around and say, because you suggest something, you alter somebody's perception. Like, there's this whole theory that humans create their own reality, right? For instance, um, if I wake up in the morning and I believe extremely in my heart of hearts that I'm going to have an accident that day, people say that that is going to become my reality and I'm going to have an accident because I'm protruding my own reality. I mean, that's the prophecy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going with the sceptical. The reason we do that on this show is we like to experience everything from both sides. You know, you'll always get a sceptic. Yeah. Well, you know, I... You know Amy Allen? Mm, Amy Allen. She has a program in the United States especially that she goes into houses and she's very good at what she does. Hmm. But she can go in the house and she can see spirits, she can see, see demons, she can... And uh, she tells the people after she's done a walkthrough what they have to do, do to get get their house cleared and stuff. All right. But, yeah. uh, she I, has I, I, also came, come across uh, where the per- a person in the house has had abilities and that they have formed their own um, PK entity Mm. in the house. And that house, that PK entity is actually uh, forming a, almost like a, almost like a demon or a very Mm. negative presence in the house. So I, I feel us people as um, beings with uh, energies, our spirits are energy, mm-hmm. that we could possibly, if we are in the right frame of mind, create our own future. If we are in the, I, I really believe this to be true. I, I think if you go about your life and you go, you get in the car and take off for work, you don't think about things like that. But if, say, you could think about it real hard, you could possibly make that happen. Yeah. I don't know why you want to do it, but you could possibly make it happen. Yeah, you can change your own fate on a daily basis. Uh, Swapping jobs is what's classed as changing fate. Um, turning left or right up the road. Basically, it's it's like multiple universe. It's like the multi universe theory. Every mm. time you make a decision, you create an alternate uh, alternate line. Yeah. Um, using Marvel, for example, which I know people probably have just <laughs> on the radio just heard, just gone, oh god, here he goes again using other thing. But Marvel have probably one of the best ways of explaining mm. when it comes to, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Endgame or Infinity War where they go back and get crystals. Oh, yeah, no, that's um, Infinity War. Yeah, I think it yeah. is, yeah. Once you've made that decision, you've created another alternate path. So in a chance, in, yeah. in a sense, you can spider your web way through your yeah. own reality. Yeah. Um, Blavatsky you talks know, about it, the Mandala effect. Yeah. Mm. You know, we human beings only have a very small um, knowledge about the universe and about what goes on in the universe. 
uh, the laws of the universe and the ordinances. Yep. And if we could tap into that, we could we could rule the world really. Hundred percent. Uh, I might be talking crazy, but I'm also talking truth. Yeah. Uh, if you could, you could tap into some of that uh, energy uh, of the universe. Uh, you could do wonders. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know. Me, me and Ben, we spend a lot of time reading occult books, looking into esoteric stuff. You know, it, it's all about hidden knowledge. It's all about learning about hidden knowledge and and expanding your mind. Mm-hmm. Like they say, humans only use eight percent of their brain. So yeah. if we was to extend that, even to like twelve percent, like there's been studies into it, and they can yeah. say that we can manipulate matter at twelve percent. So you, you're correct there, Alan. I mean, if we was to open our minds and expand our consciousness we'd be able to get to a point where humans in themselves would just be like these other beings that we talk about in these other realms because you'll be a higher yeah. intelligence you know yeah well we all need to speak the same language for that first well speak, yeah. <laughs> speaking of realm mm-hmm. when i went and saw my grandfather that time uh there was, it was made up mainly where I was at of my ancestors and close friends who had passed before me. But there was other people there, and they, I identified themselves to me as aliens. Um, but I didn't realize this until years after, after I came back. Because when I first came back, I didn't remember much about when I went. Mm. But when I came back, I'd say a few years would pass and I'd get some knowledge of what happened when I was there. And I knew exactly where it came from because Mm. I was told at the time when I got it. But these aliens looked just like us. But they were extremely intelligent. Yes, <laughs> I I felt like I was a bug when I was around mm-hmm. them. But it was kind of strange because they were they were just like us. Uh, we didn't speak with our mild mouths. We could do it by telepath. We did telepathy. Yeah, and this is something that we will probably be doing at a later date in uh, human history yeah. as we develop our skills and stuff uh, in the universe. We spend so much time learning about things that just doesn't matter. If yeah. we spent more time about what we're talking about today, we could progress in the universe so much it would be unreal. 100% 100% agree with you I really really do and I am 100% with you on that one Alan but based on that I mean it, it just makes sense it just makes sense right we're going to head into a quick little break we're going to join our resident mystic Kay Maloney who tonight will be talking about tea leaves and we'll be hitting you guys up on the other side of this short break where we're going to be talking to Alan about his books and we're also going to be firing him some questions and we're going to find out how you get hold of his books. So guys, sit tight, stay there as we head over to True Divination. You are now entering True Divination. We enter a world of divination with a resident divination superstar who will take you on the journey of discovery from tarot, crystal balls, tea leaves, pendulums and much much more so sit down clear your mind and concentrate as we enter true divination with k maloney welcome 
to the small ray of light within the other dimension with me, Kay Maloney. So a little bit about what I do. Primarily, I am a clairsentient medium, which means I give tarot readings. I also do uh, mediumship readings. I also freelance for many, many events companies as a medium on events. I'm also a Kabbalist. Go and have a Google, won't bore you with the details now. And I'm also a meditation practitioner. So for those of you that maybe want to know more information or want to book in for a reading, um, please pop me a message on the page and also listen out for us on Pulse Talk Radio coming very, very soon. So this evening we are going to do all about tea leaves. So here we go, guys. Strap yourself in. This charming skill, this is more correctly known as tassiography, and this is a direct descendant of the ancient Greek practice where they consulted patterns made by wine sediments tossed into a metal bowl. And this process was known as ochromancy, and this was widespread throughout, and it was a very, very popular method in a culture that revered omens and symbols and superstition. Huh? You would have found these kind of readings everywhere yeah, but particularly in non-literate societies where visual symbols play a massive role in storytelling this was usually facilitated by a steer or a counsellor or particularly someone that was high up in the village or town where they lived although we can't fully understand kind of how they did it and also people may argue That's they may not understand the modern tea leaf what we need to do is realize that every part of divination again is a subpart of ourselves so to enhance our natural awareness and our natural intuition of the environment and the roles around us so moving on the tea leaves or the divination um, coffee grounds, other things have been used over the years. And these kind of techniques, believe it or not, are only a few centuries old. Um, this is where beverages in the West kind of teas were imported. And this is how tea leaving as a luxurious kind of aid in the Victorian parlour room spread in itself. So during the 18th and 19th centuries, tea and coffee became more common. So by the mid 19th century, this form of fortune telling became more well known because tea and coffee became more affordable. But what you're asking probably is how can random apparent images produce results? So it's so easy, particularly with tea leaves, to become very sceptical about something that almost seems quite primitive. However, with the rational mind, we cannot see pictures in clouds, in faces, and particularly pareidolia for those of you who are paranormal investigators. So what we need to do is step back and either use the eye of the child or an eye of an artist and view the whole world as alive with tempered and moving images. Now, reading cups and tea leaves is primarily the same. It's just like gazing into a crystal ball and we allow our intentions to be set. And um, there's a fantastic quote on this and Leonardo da Vinci said, I cannot forbear to mention a new device for study, which although it may seem trivial and almost ludicrous, it is nevertheless extremely useful in arousing the mind to various inventions. And in this, when you look at a well spot, a wall spotted with stains, you may discover a resemblance to various landscapes, beautiful mountains, rivers, rocks and trees, and an endless variety of objects which are reduced to complete and well-drawn forms. So that is saying that sometimes, yes, we do need to draw from nature, but we also need to draw from our own intuition. So there is perhaps no more fascinating method which blends kind of a dash of mystery, a dash of your own experiences, but also maybe a lot of common practical sense. Tea leaves are deceptively simple. And for me, they are one of the most utterly magical ways of expressing a reading. So I hope you enjoy the next section of our little exploration into tea leaves. So I'm not gonna do a reading for you tonight, guys. This is encouraging you to go out there and encouraging you to kind of imprint your own energy and i also thought it was quite selfish of me just to do a reading for me because it, this is believe it or not the hand of the beholder the high eye of the beholder you need to be with me to get an accurate reading so first of all what we need to do is clear your space as usual make sure you are quiet you are relaxed and set your intention have a specific question in mind now make sure that you're using your tea in a pot and make sure that it is loose blend so there are different blends of tea uh, a mix of chinese and indian tea is one of the most successful blends but being a british girl myself i use things like earl grey however please don't open your tea bag and rip the tea bag open because that sediment will be too heavy and it may not produce the re desired results we need to use loose tea so meditate on what you're doing 
clear your mind and clear your mind of clutter and brew your tea. And while you're brewing your tea, just allow the steam and all of your thoughts and other intentions to go into it. And then the next thing is to pour the tea in your cup without using a tea strainer. And as you drink it, keep asking the questions over and over and over again. And this is important that we need to use this cup in our left hand. This is because this is inward intention. So the same as tarot, left is inward and right is outer. Ask your question one more time. And as you get to the bottom of your tea, tip it over into the saucer. Leave for a few seconds and remain silent. Allow the imagery of the cup and your intention to take work. And then some people um, turn the tea leaves or the cup three times i don't do this because i believe that i'm changing the intention and the intention has already been set when i poured and brewed the tea the next thing you can do then is to tip the cup over and have a look at your reading now the magical thing about this is that the signs and symbols although my cup is a vintage cup and it's already got kind of the numerical signs and things inside of it and i can oh use a book and my intention what? the best practice for tea leaves is in a blank cup where you can decipher the images in the imagery for you so if you see a dog what does that mean if you see a book or a triangle have a look at yeah. the kind of alchemy signs and the signs from the universe that develop so let me know how you get on I look forward to seeing you next week. And from the small ray of light within the other dimension, this is Kay Maloney. Good night and good evening. Please to come for talk shows. Pulse Talk Radio, the place to come for talk shows about the paranormal. Sponsored by the Psychic Clinic. Empowering self-healing. Thepsychicclinic.com Do you enjoy the Other Dimensions show? Do you want more from the boys? Do you need that one more show? Well, have we got a treat for you. Head over to www.patreon.com and become an official patron of the show. For just £3 a month you get a weekly bonus episode. This bonus episode can only be heard on Patreon by the true ODDs. So don't miss out. www.patreon.com And sign up today. And welcome back to the other side guys. As we head into the second part of the show. Welcome back our guest, Alan, Ben, welcome, how? Sorry, I was still getting wrapped. I love that music we've got for the Patreon thing. I just yeah, no. that. But people that obviously can't watch the feed, when when we have Chris on from Mystics, me and obviously Damon can see me and Chris, and all we do for that little bit is just sit bobbing heads to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, big, big shouts out to the, um, to the guy that made that for us. Yeah, it's all right. It's not too bad, is it? I mean... This is what I'm saying when I say to people, go and join the Patreon. All the stuff you see, all the overlays, all the graphics, all the videos, I do them all myself. Um, and I spend so much time. I'm a father of five as well. So it takes a hell of a lot. And I'm also getting into Wiccanry um, with my partner as well. So a busy life, busy life. <laughs> you have no idea, Alan, how busy my life is. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know why I I can see it. It was all bl bl blocked out. Yeah, it had black screen. <laughs> oh bloody hell! I you know what this is the thing. Like as much as you put the effort in, sometimes technology just doesn't work. <laughs> Tell me about Into it. the books. Yeah, I yeah. bought a new phone just a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still trying to find out how it works. <laughs> That's always Unreal. the way, mate. It's always the you way. Know, I'm, I'm 72 years old, and they got to quit doing this. They're really going to mess me up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm 30, and I'm still catching up with technology. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Do you know what? A funny story about technology is about three or four years ago, because I used to be a DJ, I pulled out a vinyl because I love my vinyl I've got a massive collection I pulled out a vinyl and my little one turned around and said to me and she went that ain't gonna fit in the CD slot in our stereo 
And I was just sort of like, <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they just don't know kids, do they? They don't understand. <laughs> so, you know. Really? Right, so I want to get into your books, Alan. Now, like okay. you said, you predicted COVID and your new book that you've got coming out is sort of predictions and premonitions of what's going to be coming in the future so can you give yeah. us a little sneak preview of what's in the book and what's um what we expect to read when we read it well the first part of the book about half of it is uh chapters that i wrote uh, one chapter especially mm -hmm. i think would help people if they feel that their house is haunted and they don't have the knowledge actually how to cleanse it, how to remove that negative energy. Right. And so in that chapter, I deal with that as to how to uh, cleanse your house, how to get rid of that energy if you want it removed. Yeah, you, uh, you use white sage, don't you? Yes. I've read through it. Sage, and uh, I tell people too that human beings are born with a force within them, mm. and they can actually tell that entity, especially if it's just a spirit, that they have already lived their lives and they're dead and they're messing with your life and they need to get out of your house your living area and you can actually cast them out that way burning sage at the same time you just tell them to get out of your house and uh uh that will work see I, i'm I, i'm gonna just throw a stone in the water a bit because I, i've never seen just pure sage be used and work just yeah. purely by itself and cleanse it Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's all, I've always seen sage be mixed with stuff like the Native Americans always mixed it with uh, lemongrass and certain herbs, yeah. sweet grass yeah. even. I've I've never ever heard of it ever being used effectively just by itself. Hundred percent. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm a minister. I ordained. Yep. So am I. It's the priesthood of God. Yep. And when I cleanse, I cleanse with the sage, and I'm a spiritual medium, and I can't command it in the name of Jesus Christ to leave the building, oh, to leave I've the always, house. I've always known the church to use frankincense. Yeah, uh, I use sage. Just good. Yeah. You know, gave those I know all the, European, all the European <laughs> churches have always used frankincense throughout their entire history. That's yeah. since the beginning, they always use frankincense. So I say it was it was an interesting read to see that sage has been used purely by itself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I suppose it's, quite it's, a, quite it's, a bit it's sort of like... Um, I, know. I suppose it's sort of like each their own. I mean, we on the show, we, we call it sage rage. Only because in over the years that we've sage been studying, rage. yeah, it's it's called sage rage. Don't catch your it's house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just something we come up with. Um, we we've never come across anything. I mean, I've done expulsions. I've been involved in get rid of demonics and stuff like that. And sage, it never seems to work. So that's why we can't this whole sage rage thing. So it's quite. I mean, it, it's a challenge to what we believe that you just use sage and the will of God to get rid of it. Because both me and Ben, neither of us are very religious. Or, mm. you know, it, it, I'm not doubting your religion and your faith, because I think that faith and religion is something that everyone should yeah. have. 100%. Yeah, and I would never, ever sit there and say, you know, Alan, you're wrong for believing in God and Jesus and that, because yeah. it's it, it, it's your belief, you know. Yeah. Um, my my question, my comments were in no way disrespect to all, Alan. Just just to clear that up, if they did come across any like, disrespectful at all. Yeah. You know, it's though, just how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really religious 
until I went and saw my grandfather, believe it or not. Mm. Um, I'm not a fan of organized religion. No. I do not belong to a church that is part of that stuff. I believe most of those churches are teaching uh, falsehoods, a lot of them. Because when I went and saw my grandfather, they didn't ask me what church I went to, what religion I was a part of. They wanted to know if I loved my family, my next-door neighbor. They wanted to know if I loved the people of the world. They wanted to know if I loved the world. To them, it was love. And I could... A lot of the things that they were teaching me, I could find in the Bible. A lot of it was the Sermon of the Mount in the Bible. Uh, but some of it, they taught me when Jesus was being crucified on the cross. Um, he didn't tell the one criminal that he was going to heaven. He told him he was going to paradise. And that's where my grandfather's at, in paradise. Like I said, you have to learn the ordinances and laws of the universe before you can move up in the universe. Mm. There's different dimensions. Uh, I call them levels, but they are different dimensions. And as you learn about the universe, you move up a level and a level and a level. Until you can get at the highest level. And that's when you have probably the intelligence like they have. Yeah. Mm. I agree with that. I do agree with that. There are levels. We we do live on a realm. And the dimensions are... Oh, parallel to, to to us and they, they sort of live in a, in a congruent timeline where they're, they're living at the same time as us but like you said they have no concept of time so it, it's, it's all I mean Ben you've got a few more questions you want to ask Alan what church teaches that none of them that I know of say again mm. which which church teaches that teaches Different what levels Oh, the different dimensions, um, Ben, and stuff like that. You've got uh, the evangelical churches, you've got the spiritual churches. Um, mm. SNC are a bit more sort you of... Don't have them. Yeah. You're looking out towards the spiritual churches and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I in mean... the United States, we have these churches where they have 50,000 people go to them. They used to be uh, big old warehouses or whatever and they changed them into these big old huge churches and they have thousands of people go to services on Sunday and the preacher of these churches are rich Mm. Uh, they live in mansions they drive fancy cars Uh, they are not teaching what Jesus or what James said in the Bible to feed the hungry, clothe the poor, or take care of the poor, whatever. Yeah. Take Clothe the poor and take care of the widows. And Anyway, they're not doing that. They're taking no. care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a travesty. They're going to be in the first, one of the first people that's going to hell. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> By the way, hell's different levels also. Yes, yeah. I mean, if you look at Dante's Inferno, he described it in seven different levels, uh, depending on what sort of perjury you're sent down there for. I mean, Ben, you had a few more questions for Alan, because we've got about six, seven minutes left of the show. So do you want to pull out some questions oh, for him? No. Yeah, I can do. Uh, right, I did write. Write some down. I'm really good to that. <laughs> See that he loves a paper and pen. <laughs> yeah, just, just out of your book and stuff. I'm just curious on some. Um, 
you you mentioned about shamans working that God put shamans on the planet. Oh. Um, just out of curiosity, like shamanism's been around like pre-Christianity. I was just curious as to how you what your theory is on that. Oh, I think we might have lost him, Ben. I mean, I'm coming, oh, Ben. Oh, Alan's back. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I I knew it would happen tonight. Well, I I'll tell you right now. I I believe in shamanism. I believe that it was created by God, or whoever created this universe. Uh, the person I saw on, when I went and saw my grandfather presented himself to me as Jesus, but what, how would he present himself to a Buddhist or to a Hindu or to an American Indian? I believe the that American Indians are that person had the ability to make himself, present himself to these people in a way that they would recognize him. And in the beginning, this world was created and populated with people that had abilities like my own, uh, like Ben's, uh, you know, the world needed healers. They needed people that could calm people down by telling them what was going to happen the next day or whatever. Um, I believe wholeheartedly in them. Um, the way that I look at it, um, doctors, the, the modern medicine didn't come around until a lot later. And they depended on somebody in the village or in the town to be a healer using the herbs and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, also yeah, having the ability with their hands to heal people. Mm. Uh, yeah, you have traces of ancient herbalism. Uh, you look back to like, um, say the Nordics, for example, the Viking era, you had uh, shamanism there were priests that used to, I use the word priest loose, but they used to use herbs and spiritualities to help heal people. Um, obviously, you had Americans using certain herbs and stuff like that. Over in Peru and places like that, again, using certain herbs. Mm. But, um, and, uh, one other question, I just, I, I love love the book, by the way. I've just got, I like, I, when I read books, I pull out loads of questions I'd love to ask, ask the person. <laughs> um, one of them was about, um, I think it was drug use. The um, yeah. drugs make people play with Ouija board and stuff like that. But and shamans used to well, shamans them themselves they they use drugs like you've got the mm. Peruvians with the ayahuasca tea, but Native American yeah. mixing cannabis and other plants into mm. into obviously their their well, healing process and that lot. So would that not kind of contradict your that drugs bring on negative spirits if they're using the, these drugs to heal people? Not really, because what I was dealing with is um, people that use drugs just to get high, and that that's the only purpose. Yeah. And they use drugs um, every day, whatever. Are you talking about sort of uh, recreational drug use? And, uh, and in the that... end, they actually weaken their spirit and that allows a uh, negative spirit to come in and basically take them, basically come in and take them over you see i i have i have one little thing with that as well because obviously in your book you say that that's how like possessions happen now most of my cases when it comes to possession and i'm pretty sure damon will back this up a lot of them are people that have never been anywhere near autology or drugs or anywhere near Ouija board and stuff like that. But I had, yeah. an, I had a case uh, beginning of the year of an elderly couple 
that have been nowhere near anything religious whatsoever. And they had a, they had a demonic attachment to them. Yeah, I'll back you up know. on that. I agree with you. In every instance, there's, you're going to find, find things that don't deal with it. What I was trying to tell people in that book was every house, haunted house, I, we lived in a haunted house for three years. It was possessed first by uh, homeless people. And they would go in there and they would do drugs. And they had a pentagram on the floor. Uh, they were basically working Satan. And drugs was part of it. And most of the places I've been to is either had a pentagram or something where they would use the place as a, uh, for worshiping Satan. And I, I was just trying to explain to people to be careful when they're using drugs here in the United States, especially not to get themselves so involved in it that it weakens their spirit. Yeah. You know what the purpose is for us being here on earth? No, the I'm purpose is no. for us to yeah. strengthen our spirit. And by so doing, we can go into the afterlife with a strong spirit. So basically Buddhism, where you use this life to enhance yourself spiritually for the next life. Yeah, exactly. This, this, this life here is a, a, you prepare to go on to another life. Mm. You know, we're going to live forever. It's up to us to pick out what life we're going to live it in. Yeah. Are we going to go with a weakened spirit? Or are we going to go with a strong spirit, able to comprehend the things that's being taught to us? Now, yeah. hell, when I was there in hell, I went to hell there. There's different levels. There's no fire there. There's no brown stone there. You know what's there? There's fear, hate, uh, all the negative emotion, and they go straight through you. You cannot move over over to the heaven side of things or the dimensions where heaven's at it, until you get rid of all that. And when you're in there, you're going to be in there a long time trying to deal with that. Yeah. Now you can do with it and you can move up to a level. Each time you get rid of some of that, you move up a level because you're learning the principles and laws of the universe there also. But you didn't do it right here at Earth and you weren't prepared when you left this Earth. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say. I tried to put it in a way that people would understand when they wrote my uh, read my book. Well, but talking of your books, I, Alan, I'm a better talker than I am a writer. <laughs> I think everyone is. I think everyone's a better talker. I think once you're face to face with someone and you you're having a chat with people, it's so much easier. But talking about your books, um, we're, we're at the end of the show. But I want to give people a chance to be able to get hold of your book and read it for themselves. So can you let the listeners yeah, know what? Where where you can find the books, your websites, or any upcoming uh, shows you've got. If I hand the show over to you, and you just let them know how they can go uh, get your books. Well, uh, my books, I, I sell my books on uh, Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. uh, they're in the UK also. Uh, yep. You should be able to get them there. Mm, uh, just the go version. to Amazon.com. Um, forward slash author, mm -hmm. and that should take it to where my books are. I hope in in the UK. Yeah. Um, but just if you have to, just run a search. Just run a search for uh, 
Alan Wright, comma, author, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, or you've the, got four, uh, haven't you? The book you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, Alan's got four books, guys. Um, go and check them out. Like Ben said, brilliant read. I didn't get around to reading them, but I will do. Um, I finally got it saved to my phone about two days ago, so I will get around to reading them. But I just want to... I have you read them for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alan, it's been great having you on the show, but unfortunately, we've run out of time. So... Thank yep. you for coming on, mate, and enjoy yep, you, your um, beautiful weather while you're over there in America. By the way, uh, Ben, I'm going to need more time, but I'm going to read you, buddy. <laughs> we will We're definitely arrange it. we going to get together yeah. Let me read you. We will definitely yep. <laughs> arrange it. You leave with me, Alan. I will sort it out, and we will arrange it. But once again, thank you for I, coming I'll on read live. you also. <laughs> okay. You guys take, take care, care mate. Right, enjoyed it. Right, see you later, mate. Love you guys. Right. You too. See you later, bye mate. Bye bye. Bye Right. Don't forget, guys, head over to patreon.com. Sign up today. We've got a brand new tier. It only costs you one pound, and you can get the bonus show. Ben, have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, yeah. It's been a good one. Been a good one, isn't it? It's been a good show. So, from us here at the other dimension, just remember. If there's no other explanation, there is always the other dimension.